best part of waking up is having hope in your cup. I'm Stephanie Winslow, and thank you for coming to Cup of Hope podcast. Uh, it's my privilege and honor to be with you. Thank you so much for stopping by the channel, and I know that you will find hope in your cup to be full and overflowing as you dig into the Word of God with us in uh, study and also in prayer. So grab your cup and let's fill it up with the hope that God has in store for us. Thank you for joining and enjoy the show. To welcome you to 2022 and to um, just share the word of God with you as we start a brand new year. My husband and I this morning as we were uh, talking and, and praying together over our, our day, um, we just really rejoiced in the blessing and benefit that we get to have in the Lord Jesus as he gives us an opportunity to reset, to refocus, to recalibrate, to restart uh, at our life. The beginning of a new year is just an opportunity, an opportunity I believe that he invites us into to reflect on all that has been done, all that uh, we've accomplished all that he's accomplished in and through us all that um all that he had all that he has uh enabled us to do this year and his blessings they just they're, they're overflowing and and i know that many of us in 2021 it was just a difficult season it was a difficult year uh and also just felt like a blur as we made it through 2020 and then 2021 was kind of this awkward year of um, trying to figure out how to navigate out of 2020. And so I'm praying that this year is a year of fruitfulness. It's a year of overflow. It's a year that God shows up and shows himself uh, faithful again in our lives as I saw him show himself faithful in 2021. I know that he will do that. So this morning, let's lift up our cups together and ask, Lord, will you fill us up with the hope that you have in store for us today through the power of your word? I'm excited to embark with you. Um, God has spoken to my heart, and this, this is new for me. Because typically, um, what I'm going to be talking about on Cup of Hope does not come uh, at a, a long glance ahead. I kind of get like a couple of weeks ahead or maybe a month ahead. Uh, God will kind of give me a plan. But he's actually given me a picture of an entire year, the entire 12 months of what he wants me to cover and talk about. Um, and. I almost like don't know what to do with it because it's um, it, it's sort of overwhelming to think about. And um, but I want to start this year, and I believe this is where God has us with an invitation, an invitation to enter into an exchange with Him. He's planted uh, this idea for the month of January that we're going to be talking through exchanging our uh, walking by sight. Instead of that, walking by faith. Um, we were, that we want to live our lives by faith and not by sight. By faith and not by sight. I grew up in Missouri. Missouri is known as the show me state. And so people in Missouri typically, they have to have proof of something, right? We have to see it. It's got to be tangible before we actually believe 
that it's going to happen, before we actually believe that it's going to come to be, before we actually uh, put our, our, our money in that place or put our, our mouth where, where that place is, we have to see, kind of like see it to believe it. Well, God, I believe, is asking us, especially this year, as we've heard a lot, um, we, we get thrown a lot at us in this world with, with media, with the news, with just all that's happening in the world. There's just never an absence of information, whether it's right information or, or, or wrong information, false information. There's just always an abundance of information. And when he's walking with us, I believe that he he wants us to walk by faith and not by sight. That means that he wants us to trust him before we see the, the result. Trust him before there's even a, a plan or a path that we can see before us. That we trust him with what he's asking us to do before we know what the next step is going to be. Before the path before us is illuminated. That we trust him with our here and now even when we don't understand the rest. We don't understand the path. We don't know what's coming. We got to trust him with the here and now. That we're going to live by faith and not by sight. We're not going to trust in what we see. Uh, you know, there's these little adages or um, idioms that are part of our uh, English language that talk to us about you can't see the forest through the trees or you can't see past the end of our nose that we can't see what, what's ahead of us because we're so overwhelmed with what's here. We can't see and understand the plan and path that God has for us because all we, we see is what's up against our nose or all we see is, is the trees and we can't understand that there's this whole forest. All we see is the trees in front of us. So I'm praying for us this month especially that as we embark on this new year that we wouldn't get stuck here. We wouldn't get stuck with just what we see around us but that we would really trust, trust God with what's beyond. The things that we can't see the things that we can't yet understand, the things that we can't yet even really believe for because they're too, they're too big or too beyond our understanding. But trusting God with our lives, trusting God with the moment here. Um, and this month, each week, God's given me uh, something different that he wants me to talk about in light of this idea that we're gonna walk by faith and not by sight. And for many of us, it's just this basic and fundamental idea of salvation. Basic and fundamental idea of salvation. And yet, this idea of salvation changes everything. It changes how we live. It changes how we relate to others. It changes how we relate to God. It changes our priorities. It changes everything. We walk by faith and not by sight. Not our, the sight of, of knowing and understanding fully what this, the implications of our salvation through Jesus Christ are. We can't understand or know it all. But what we can do is put our faith in Jesus Christ and allow our faith in him to transform us, to change us, to help us know what the next right step is, to know how to order our lives. Let's read together today from Romans 1. Romans 1 verses 16 through 17. 
Romans 1 verses 16 and 17, which say, For I am not ashamed of the gospel, because it is the power of God for salvation to everyone who believes, first to the Jew and then to the Gen also to the Greek, the Gentiles. For it in for in it the righteousness of God is revealed. So in the power of God, the salvation that's found in him is the righteousness of God that's revealed from faith to faith, just as it is written, the righteous will live by faith. The righteous will live by faith. We are living today by faith, by faith in God, by faith in what he's done, by faith in what he will continue to do, by faith in this promise of salvation through Jesus Christ. I'm not ashamed of the gospel. I'm not ashamed of the good news of Jesus Christ, that he came as a baby was born, that he lived on this earth for 33 years, he was crucified um, and resurrected from the, the dead, that he conquered death, hell and the grave to give me the opportunity to live in relationship with God, to, to be reunited with him, to have an eternity with him as it was always intended and planned from the beginning of, the, of creation from the beginning of the earth. Salvation is for everyone and this the salvation comes through the power of God. And I believe that this year that God is gonna ask us and invite us into this place to say, Stephanie, are you ashamed of me? Or are you willing to proclaim the good news of the gospel, the salvation that you have experienced? Are you willing to speak it loud and proud? Are you willing to share that salvation with others so that others can see you walking by faith and not by sight? So that others can walk by faith and not by sight and experience the beauty of salvation through the power of God working in and through our lives today? Are you going to walk by faith are you going to live out of your salvation? Are you going to trust that the power of God is working in our hearts, our minds, and our lives, molding us and shaping us to live this day? That we don't have to rely on our own strength. We don't have to rely on our own uh, works. We don't have to rely on being good enough because through the power of Jesus Christ, through the power of God working in and through us, he gave us exactly what we need to live this life today. The righteousness of God that these verses talk about is understanding his integrity, the purity of life, the correctness of thinking, feeling and acting in his justice. The righteousness of God for it in for in it, the righteousness of God is revealed. It's the salvation. It's through our salvation that God's righteousness is revealed. It's in our salvation that God's purity, God's integrity, God's virtue, the, his correctness of thinking and feeling and acting, his justice is revealed to the world. And the more that we talk about it, the more that we share it, the more that we introduce others to him, the bolder we are, the more his righteousness is made known. 
the more his righteousness is made known. God's righteousness is revealed when we accept the forgiveness of Jesus Christ, that Jesus forgives us of our sins, that he embraces us as we are. He doesn't wait for us to get prettied up. He embraces us right where we're at, the moment of our weakness, the moment of our deepest depravity. He meets us right where we are and invites us into relationship with him and invites us into this salvation. It's through his power, the power of God, that we receive salvation. Are we going to be ashamed of the salvation that we have received? Are we going to keep it quiet and hidden? Are we going to be embarrassed by it because we look different than the rest of the world? Or are we going to proclaim it knowing that that is where true freedom and life are found? I've heard it described before that we have the, the panacea. We have the thing that is the cure for all ailments. It is the cure for all things. It's like having the panacea for a, a disease, a panacea for, for depravity, a panacea for, for um, being empty. We have the, the thing, the person who will cure all, who will heal all, who will set all things right and keeping it to ourselves. This year, may we be more bold. May we be more vulnerable. May we be more uh, uh, loud and proud of the power of God. Not the things that we have done in and of ourselves, but all that God has done in and through us. The power of Jesus Christ working in and through us. The salvation that he has put in our hearts that we can live by faith and not by sight. We don't live according to the things that we see, but according to the things that we know in our hearts, according to the things that we've experienced, the, the salvation that we read about in the Bible, that we're living according to faith in him. Let's pray. Dear Heavenly Father, God, we come before you this morning, united as brothers and sisters under the blood of Jesus Christ. I pray that you would move and work in our hearts today, that you would uh, penetrate our hearts over these verses in Romans 1 verses 16 and 17. God, I pray that you would teach us today what it means to live according to uh, faith and not by sight, that we would learn what it means to live our lives according to your salvation, the power of salvation that you give us, Lord, that we can't be saved in our own, uh, according to our own works. It has nothing to do with us, Lord, but only it has to do with your grace and your power moving and working in and through us, God. I just thank you that we have the opportunity to be saved. I pray and grateful that we have the opportunity to live salvation, this life of salvation, that we get to be reunited with you. I'm grateful, God, that we have the opportunity to live out of the abundance of uh, of your blessing and benefit that we have from, from living our life with you. God, I pray that today in this month that we would just experience more and more what it looks like to live our faith, our, our lives by faith and not by sight, that we would trust you more, that we would trust you, that we would trust you with the things that we cannot see. We could trust you with the things that we cannot understand. We would trust you with the things that seem too big and too overwhelming. 
knowing that you are with us, that you are for us, that you have gone ahead of us and you hem us in behind, that your angel armies are surrounding us on every side, that we can trust you with our here and now. Knowing that it is your eternal best, that you are working all things out for our good and for your glory. I thank you, God, for all of this, and may you receive the glory both here and now, Jesus, and may we put our trust in you today. Amen and amen. Well, thank you for being with me today on Cup of Hope. I pray that you have a blessed and wonderful day. Be blessed, be well, and I will see you back here on Wednesday. Bye-bye. Blessings to you, Cup of Hope family. I hope to see you tomorrow as we join back together on Cup of Hope. If you're in need of more hope or more resources, you're looking for something to read or dig into uh, to find out more about God, you can go to my website, stephaniewinslow.com, stephaniewinslow.com, and find more helpful resources there. Blessings, Cup of Hope family, and we'll see you tomorrow.